Hi everyone, my name is Gavin Axelrod. Welcome back to episode 3 of the Talking About Anything, Anywhere, Anytime, Anyplace podcast. Today is a monumental, well not monumental, but it's a special episode for us. It is. We're broadcasting province to province. Jaren is back in Manitoba. Yes, sir. I'm sitting in my humble dorm room in Toronto, Ontario. And if you're listening to my audio feed, it's probably... You can probably hear the fans in the background, but my room is a sauna, and I refuse to turn off the fans, so <laughs> yeah, you're just going to have to deal with that. So, uh, I'm uh, my name is Jaren Rekis, over here in Manitoba, recording live. Um, so, this is co- not a test episode, because I think the first one was really just a test episode, uh, but this is going to be kind of a uh, trial episode in the way that Gavin and I haven't recorded like this before. Um, it took us probably about... 30 minutes, 20 minutes to... Yeah, it took us way too long to, set this <laughs> to figure this out. But if this works, great. Um, if any of you have any other solutions for recording um, long distance for a podcast, uh, please feel free to hit me in my DMs or Gavin in his DMs or, or just straight up... Yeah, I love getting Straight DMs. up at us on Twitter and uh, I'm sure that we would love to hear from you. So... Basically, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we wanted to we wanted to update you on our lives and what's been going on with us. So, Gavin, obviously, you made a huge change recently. the The biggest change you've made probably in your entire life at this point, right? Do you want me to give everyone the? I rundown? would love for you to give everyone the rundown. Okay, so pretty much what happened was moved here. What day is it today? Is today Saturday today or Sunday? Sunday. Okay, so I moved here last Sunday, um, got past the awkward friend stage, like made a lot of new friends and whatever. Some may call him a social butterfly. Yeah, I like to, well, I don't know, I was pretty anxious about that, but now that I've got friends, we're just chilling, like classes start September 3rd. Um, really living life out here in Toronto, the weather is so much nicer than Winnipeg so For far. Sure. The only things I miss is like Toronto is so busy all the time and like you can't, it's like not you can't, but like it's not recommended that you go hang out outside at certain hours, which kind of sucks if you're a social butterfly like me, but I'm enjoying it out here. Mm-hmm. The cafeteria food is decent on the meal plan that I'm in. Had an eight-hour orientation for my program on Tuesday. My parents are gone. I'm living life up here. It's pretty good so far. Yeah. So, uh, so Gavin, what do you think... Besides the whole, uh, it's it's a completely different vibe in the city, right? Like, everyone's always moving around in Toronto. Everything is yeah. constantly going. What's the thing that you miss the absolute most from this last week that, that if you could bring it with you to Toronto and have it just there with you right now, what would that be? 100% my own bed. Interesting. Just my bed from home. I miss my bed from home so much. And it's not that this bed is uncomfortable. It's just like... This is a twin bed, and my bed at home is a queen. Whoa. So I can't like, I can't spread myself out as much as I'd like. So I'm finding that I'm sleeping on a couple of the side. Like, there's only two sides. To sleep <laughs> there are on, two sides to every I'm bed, s- I believe. I'm sleeping on like the side a lot, but also I found myself becoming a back sleeper hmm. just because I've been forced to become a back sleeper. Isn't that bad for you? I feel like there's some kind of. I don't know. I feel like someone did a research paper at some point saying that sleeping on your back is. Bad. It actually might but be better for you. I, I'm really just not the... It's also just because, like, my room is so hot, so the fan is pointing directly at me if I'm sleeping on the right yeah. side, but my good side is the right side to sleep on, which, like, kind of makes me angry. Yeah. But I can't move the fan or else I'll be, like, burning hot and, like, the air conditioning barely works, so I've had to compromise and 
sleep towards the fan some nights yeah. or sleep on my back. Like I turn the main air conditioning air conditioning unit off at night because it's so loud. Like I have it on low right now and you can probably still hear it in the background. Yeah. It just gets way too hot in here without it on. You know, when I what I was kind of thinking about and I think this is actually really interesting. Um in the same way that uh, that YouTube daily vloggers record their lives. We always come back. We to always YouTube. come back to YouTube. <laughs> Um, they record their lives and they can go back and, and relive the moments that they, uh, that they participated in with this podcast. It kind of gives us the opportunity to chronicle these huge changes. And I actually don't know if we've said this already on the podcast, but it gives us the opportunity to really chronicle those changes that we're making. Um, yeah, it's true. And, uh, and I think that this episode should be specifically devoted to the, uh, not the feelings and emotions, because I feel like that's a, a weird way to say it, but the, uh, the experience of leaving the nest and and feeling like you're a, a small fish in a big pond. Uh, well, I don't necessarily feel like I'm a small fish in a big pond. You think you're the biggest fish? No, not the biggest fish. Like, uh, like when I got here, I was definitely feeling like a small yeah. fish in a medium-sized pond. But now that I've like situated myself and I have some good buddies that we hang out with and play video games every day, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm moving up. Like I'm not like like not moving up per se, but I'm a medium-ish fish in the big pond but also like i've been so numb to the fact that i'm starting school on september 3rd and like that i'm not at home because i was sitting at dinner tonight i'm like holy crap i'm starting school on the third i've been saying the whole time that i want the class to start but now i'm sort of at that point where i'm thinking okay let's slow this down a little bit but i want to get off to the races because it's been it's been fun but it feels like i'm at summer camp right now and i want to feel like this is home and not me being a cow. I heard that the uh, the food was less than exemplary. Yeah, okay, really the food. The first couple of days in the cafeteria, it was all right. And yeah. then I think it was the third night I was here, there was brisket. And usually I love brisket, but this brisket was just so fatty and so gross. So sacrilegious to the and Jewish people kind of thing. Exactly. Like, it's, it's just been really bunging up my stomach. And there's not, I don't want to take laxatives <laughs> because those just make me feel even more sick. So I'd rather tough it out and just guzzle a lot of water yeah. than, like, make myself, like, have to go to the bathroom. But, you know, as they say in the tortoise and the hare, like, everyone goes at their own pace. So For sure. Soon enough. Like, if we had to compare my stomach to the tortoise and the hare, it would definitely be the, the tortoise. The tortoise. Almost, almost dropped an F-bomb there, but I'll save myself. This is but, yeah. a family-friendly podcast, I guess. Family-friendly podcast, so... I'm not going to, like, get too into detail about what's going on in my stomach, but you know the scene in Spongebob? I think it's in Spongebob the movie where it's, like, a war zone. Yeah. That's what I would compare it to. Yeah. No, it's it's um, it's definitely interesting because I, I saw on your uh, your social medias that you'd eaten a lot of, lot yeah, of turkey sandwiches. Yeah, I did post sandwiches. something on my – yeah, I've been eating a lot of turkey sandwiches. Like, I had a streak where four meals or three or four meals in a row I ate a turkey sandwich just because I didn't like the meal options or I knew that it had been sitting out – under the heating light for so for long sure. and i did not mess with mess around with that man also something i've noticed is that i've found other versions of people from winnipeg what do you mean but like, they're the same here or they remind me of certain people i knew or i i know back in winnipeg what do you mean by that like is there a, a new jaron kind of thing just, like not like a new jaron but i'm not going to name any names but i've because I just don't want to like put yeah, those, sure. those people on blast. It's like bad. It's kind of like bad people. Like you just notice, you think you're gonna get away from someone you don't like in Winnipeg, but then you find like an exact 
for sure. You find you find like an exact version of them huh. here, and it just it kind of scares me a little. I'm like, wow, these types of people must exist all over the for world. For sure. I um I'm wondering, Gavin, with the uh, with the new news from uh, from your favorite person of all time, Kanye West, uh, regarding oh, regarding the the yeah. drop of his new album, are the people in Toronto as excited as the people in Winnipeg? about this monumental discovery that may or may never come to fruition. I mean, like, there's a lot of people in Toronto, so I'm, I haven't been out to survey them <laughs> all course. yet. But but um, people that I've talked to are pretty pumped. A lot of us are kind of thrown off because we were expecting Yandi still, and it's literally never going to come out. Which well, to sucks. be fair, when Chance announced this album, I'm pretty sure he called it Good-Ass Job, pardon my French. Um, and then the big day happened, right? So, I mean, this could be the second coming of Yandi. It could be a totally new project that, uh, that Kanye, or maybe honestly, maybe he just renamed a bunch of tracks that he had sitting around and and he's throwing them together, which I feel like isn't, isn't Kanye, but, uh, it's still really interesting to, to see this progression of him going from Yandi, which excited everyone to the point of people staying awake for many more hours than they should have trying to Yandi was a huge tease for sure but so was so was kids see ghost as well right like um even even though uh oh i'm sorry pardon me i'm thinking of yay and kids see ghosts no but kids see ghost was different because like they were supposed to stream it and then the stream started yeah. late and then they had technical difficulties like for yay the stream started on time uh, it was like a couple hours late maybe or yeah. i don't know but yay was worth it kids see ghost was just so not worth it because it didn't drop I think it was like 1 a.m. our time. For sure. And I was not staying up on a school night. Even though the album was mediocre, I thought Ye was better than Kids See Ghost. Yeah. But, n- yeah. And Yandi also, like, he had the Saturday Night Live performance, and it was, like, promised that he was going to drop the album. Yeah. And he never did. And then he came out with, like, I need to go back in the studio and rework things. But what was he doing all that time before? Of course. If he wasn't in the studio you know well i mean and it's what, what was actually supposed to drop on september 27th and then november 27th yeah. i think it was if if the album wasn't ready i i at this point like no disrespect to the man i'm as well as you probably you're you may be a little bit bigger but i'm i'm still a huge kanye fan and um and to be in the position well, of of really wanting something and and i i don't think he owes us anything i think how many albums in is he now well, he certainly doesn't owe you or me for anything sure. in particular, but I think that it's hard to be a Kanye fan in 2019 because he does some very questionable questionable things. things. I mean, you could go back to the whole. I just got a new Instagram follow request from someone I have no idea who it is. <laughs> they probably go to the school. Shout out to this random person that followed Gavin. Should I shout them out live? Shout on them air? out live on air. No, I'm not going to. That's so awkward. Okay, well, shout out uh, Ronald <laughs> Jenkins that followed Gavin on Instagram. I've been getting so many, like, not so many, but so many follow requests yeah. from people that I've seen or have seen me around campus, and I just have no idea who they are until I put their face to the name. That's the biggest problem I've had. Dude, I've that's the struggle of being around. popular. I've seen people around, and then they'll be like, hey, what's up? And I'll be like, hey. Yeah. Like, well, that's got to be interesting, too, I right? Like, go, walk me through the process of, uh, of making new friends at, at university because I feel like okay. if, if it's a summer camp or if you're, you're somewhere for a week. Summer camp is different because you're, like, you're thrown exactly. in there. But what? university, the number one tip I would have is don't be afraid to just go up to random people and say, hey, yeah. my name is Gavin. What's up? Because the people that I'm friends with, we weren't really friends on 
on the beginning of the first day, but by the end, we just like jumped in the elevator and they were like, hey, we're so and so and so. And I was, and I said, yeah, my name's Gavin. I'm from Winnipeg. For sure. And we all had com- we all had common interests, so it was really easy for us to just become friends and hang out and play video games all the time. So that's like the biggest tip I have is even if you feel anxious, everyone else is feeling anxious, so you can just like go up to people and know them. Okay. For sure. And um, by now, though, it's probably a little harder because people are like situated and have their mm-hmm. clicks and stuff. But at the beginning, it was pretty easy. For sure. I um, I want to give a quick apology to the uh, the fans for the last episode that was uh oh with the, the whole audio? audio fiasco i mean who knows no it, it still sounded it still fine, sounded fine and i think that was a really good episode and i think we're moving in a good direction with this podcast uh really living up yeah. to the name of of anything anywhere anytime anyplace um we are in any time right now because i'm an hour ahead of you and any, any place. place we're actually in two any places right now yeah we're in two different places two anywheres pretty maybe much as well if you're this show will sound like being in two places at once it may and that might well that'll mean that'll be uh that'll be it for the foreseeable future right i'm um <laughs> no i think we'll be able to work this oh for sure and uh and i'm in toronto next week shouts out to the uh the six ready yeah you actually could potentially come over to my dorm room and film something. i mean who or knows could, where are you where are you staying i'm uh, i'm gonna be staying at uh actually i'm not exactly sure um i um oh. uh, it's a dorm though like you're not saying no hotel, i'm not staying right? in a hotel I'm uh, I'm I'm okay. pretty sure I'm sleeping on a floor in uh, in the University of Toronto. So oh, that's brutal. Yeah, it'll be brutal, but it'll be a fun time. If uh, if Gavin and I can make it through a month in the wilderness on the ground, I think I can sleep on a Toronto dorm room floor for a week. Yeah, but okay. The one thing I would say to combat that point is that you have no idea what's on the floors. The tents have been cleaned <laughs> at least a little. No, bit, they haven't. But I, we had but brand we new also, tents on AC. We so. also hadn't been cleaned. Like, we were disgusting by the end of that. Yeah, we hadn't been cleaned, but I think the floors are probably way dirtier than the tents would be. If you did, like, you know, in Hotel Nightmares yeah. where he does the blue light test, I think you would be shocked. Let's um, let's not talk about that because that sounds horrible for me. <laughs> yeah, it does sound That sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> no, but... I get to sleep in my, my, well, in quotations, my own bed because it doesn't feel like my own yeah. bed yet, but... We'll get there. How did the um, the decorating process go? Because I feel like uh, there there are really two routes you can take with that. You can you can make it well, so Instagram friendly that like you want it yeah. to look really really trendy, or you could just say like, screw it, I'm gonna put down my my crap and that's it. Like I'm living here. This is my room. I don't need it to be pretty, kind of thing. Okay. Well, first off, shout out to my mom because she hey, did dog. like three and a half hours worth of work, and me and my dad sat here and made jokes sure and fooled around. Well, my mom put the whole entire room together, yeah. but I didn't realize how many places I'd have to put pictures mm-hmm. or like all the white space I have. So I only brought two pictures to hang up on the wall. And I am in and, one of them. Yes, folks. And a good friend of mine made me a photo album. That's sick. But, but like she, yeah, she made me a photo album, but it's to like i'm not gonna take out the pictures and put them on the wall because i don't want to ruin the album so it just sort of sits on my shelf and if i ever decide to look at it i'll look at it but for now it's pretty much just collecting yeah i mean hey if you ever get really sad you could take a look at those pictures and that may uh yeah definitely not gonna get sad (laughs) enough that i'll need to be like oh i really want to look at these pictures it's really good though that we have instagram in 2019 because when i go to bed i'm looking at white walls and i got bored of looking at the white walls so i put up three jerseys (laughs) behind me i have a houston Astros jersey 
my Jason Kidd New Jersey Nets jersey, and my Jonas Valanciunas jersey. I ran out of adhesive hooks to put the rest of my jerseys on. Jeez. But For your birthday, I'll mail you Those are the ones. And I have my gaming setup, which is pretty sick. Yeah. Behind so me. you're living it up but then is like, what you're doing. You're, you're having a good time. Yeah, I'm figuring out things. I did laundry today, which is an experience. How, tell, walk me through that process. Okay, so something I don't understand is why if I'm paying almost 20 grand for a semester and to live in residence why i have to pay for laundry too but so they on your student card they load you 50 dollars of money to start with that you like pay for and every time you do laundry you have to swipe it so like a balance so money comes how much does it cost is it the same as going to a laundromat or is it like expensive so well i've never been to a laundromat to do my laundry so i have not too what the cost is but it's like two dollars to use the washing machine and, a, and I think it's a dollar for 55 minutes of the dryer but then I upgraded with an extra 50 cents to get like f- 10 more minutes yeah. just so I could make sure my clothes are like dry at that point it's kinda, it, it seems like a huge ripoff that I'm paying money to do what I honestly would whatever. suggest is trying to find a cheap laundromat I, I don't know what the going rate is in Toronto for yeah definitely not going to find a laundromat like let's be honest yeah. here who knows no I mean you have you have some kind of family in Toronto no no. no, no, I'm not gonna take my laundry to someone else's house. Like, I'll, my, I'll just load up the card if it runs out You'll of laundry. It but it's just a weird yeah. thing that we're paying for laundry. But that's a that's a whole other top rant to go on. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's definitely weird because you're now you're your own man, right? Like before, before yeah. as much as as we like to say we have independence when we're staying at home with our parents, the independence I was is not very independent. Exactly, before. and and now like I was thinking about no, continue. Oh, sorry. No. Okay, I was thinking about, like, next year, if it pays for me to have a meal plan and go to the cafeteria all the time instead of buying and making my own food because I'm so lazy, I probably will just, like, eat nothing. Yeah. Or not eat nothing, but eat, like, poorly. At least here I have some variety, even though it's, like, average food. Well, I mean, like, the whole um, the whole idea of, like, ramen and stuff is that it's easy to make, right? And, like, I, I don't... Yeah, I haven't been feeling like that kind of broke university yeah. student who has to make ramen, but... Well, I mean, but it could get there is what I'm saying. It could get there, but I don't think it will. The only thing I'm going to get lazy about is definitely doing laundry. Like, today I had to force myself to do it just because I knew that if I kept piling up, I wasn't going to be happy and I'd have, like, dirty yeah. clothes. And I never want to be that guy that's in a crowd and someone's like, oh, Gavin smells like yeah. garbage. Is there a lot of Greek life on campus for Ryerson or no? Oh, don't even get me started about that. I'm not joining really? that. Like, <laughs> I'm putting my foot down yeah. right there. Is is it is it a rampant kind of thing or is it just kind of? It's not a rampant thing. People have been talking about it, and there's been a couple frat parties, I think. But I'm just so uninterested. Yeah. If I do join a frat, this will be a hilarious podcast to look back on be, because, like, right now I have no intention yeah. whatsoever. I mean, there's two routes you could go with it, right? Like, you could go uh, you could go the regular route, or you could go uh, Jewish and hit up a. Okay, I have to make a request. Can we pause the podcast so that I can go to the washroom? Yes. And then restart. Okay, ready, pause. To record. All right, and we are back. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, as we were talking about my bowel movements, it was like getting hit by a truck. Had to go get up and go do my thing. But now we're back on a better, better recording, more platform. better recording thing that platform. Jaren found. So remember at the beginning of the podcast where I was like, hey, someone uh, hit our DMs. Well, I found an option. So basically, um, even though I can't see Gavin's face, we can just FaceTime later, but who cares? Um, now we, we can just hear each other and we're recording at the same time and I don't have to put the audios together. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. And now I can play on my phone while we do the podcast. 
Uh, fat chance. What's that mean? That means no. I'm literally on my phone right now. <laughs> okay. Well, you're breaking the rules, Gavin. All right. It's okay. Um, anyways, so let's... I don't even remember. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember what we were talking about before okay. we ended off. I have no clue what the last thing we were talking about is. I just remember you have to keep the audio in where I say, holy crap, we need to stop this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you said, please, permission to pause. Yeah. I said, can we please pause the podcast? Because I was just... I was hanging on by thread. So, so did you already walk us through what happened? Uh, Yes, I did. Oh, okay. And the audience does not need any other... They don't. So so we're going to move on. Another topic I'd like to talk about uh, is my experience from last night. Um, I'm not going to share any of the graphic details, but I will share one part of the night that I found specifically funny. Um, Jaren, and this segment s- should be called Learning Harsh Lessons from Our Poor Decisions. So we're not going to talk about the poor decision of the I'm night. not talking we're about the poor decisions. I'm just saying... No, know, of course. For anyone out there listening... Don't don't do a thing that's a bad idea. That's don't that's all we'll do say. something that you think is, is a bad, bad idea, idea yeah. or that you know is a bad idea yep. that could put the lives of yourself and others okay. at risk. Okay, that's a stretch, Gavin. <laughs> um, so we're gonna I'm gonna talk about one specific part of last night. For for those of you who don't know, most of you won't know. All of you won't know. Um, I went last night with some friends and we drove down to um, to what's it called? Oh, Half Moon Diner. Uh, which is like a 50-minute drive from my house. Um, food is phenomenal. People are great. It's a fun, vibey restaurant. Uh, and when I got there, um, my friends and I ate our food, and I saw that the waitress was kind of kind of cute, you know? Like, I think, I think she was cute. So I... Uh, at the end of the night, I decided that I was going to talk to her. So I, everyone else went to the car, and I'm staying back, and I'm paying... And, uh, and her and I start chatting. We start messing around. Uh, she she uh, talks about my other friend. And I said, yeah, he's Brazilian. Shout out, Enzo. Uh, he's Brazilian. He's a little bit weird. She talks about how she has friends who are Brazilian, and they're a bit weird. We bond over that immediately because, obviously. Um, and from that point, I then just said, hey, what are, the, what are the odds I can get your Snapchat? Which, by the way, is the most millennial thing I've ever said. Even though we're not millennials, technically. I think we're, what are we, Zed? Um, but regardless, I did it. I got her Snapchat, and she has the audacity to break my heart. She didn't even add me back. And I don't know what her Snapchat username was. Sorry. You got her Snapchat, but you don't know what her username is? Yeah, because on Snapchat, it's not like Instagram, where if you follow someone, it'll... Oh, like sh- you just took a picture? No, 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 no. I clicked add, but she didn't add me back, and I don't oh. remember what her name was. Well, there's no history of people you've added, right? So I went and did some digging. Yep. Snapchat has the ability to send you your data. And oh, my God. My, was it I, really worth it for this girl? Well, no, no, no. She was really something. Okay, well, you had an instant connection over annoying Brazilians. Exactly. That's something, something, right? So I went and did some digging. Snapchat will send you your data. So she is apparently considered a, uh, I think it's just a sent request. Um, (laughs) She's never going to hear this podcast. I'm never going to talk to this girl again in my life. So then why would you go through your data and do all the work? Because, Gavin, I believe in love. Yeah, exactly. So if you really want it chase after it and maybe uh, one day you will talk to her again maybe maybe i have I to think, drive another 50 minutes yeah, down the highway to, that's what i was gonna to say go it'd be her. so if you want to show her your intentions you get in the car and you drive this and this time you don't make any silly decisions of course and that's you drive, the extent <laughs> and you go back there and you get the girl yeah 
Well, here's the thing, Gavin. She could be the worst. She has a boyfriend. I she could. No, she wouldn't give me her Snapchat like that. I don't think. Hey, man. Because I also girls with girls with boyfriends do some weird stuff. I don't know. I hope she doesn't have a boyfriend (laughs) because I'm not that kind of guy, right? But uh, I did. I will say one thing. I um, I had a good line in there. I threw a good line in there as she's she's typing it. She said, "Hey, so why did you ask me, by the way?" And I said the line and get ready because it's gonna it's gonna make all the girls in the audience fall in love with me instantly. I said. Well, I mean, you don't meet someone this cute that often. That's such a cheesy line. And she laughed and smiled and said, "Aw, that's really sweet. So I think I'm in, as the kids say. Oh, my God. I think I'm in, Gavin. Let me give you a description of what's happening right now. Of course. I'm sitting in my room. You're sitting at the in your desk. Room. Yeah. I'm boiling hot boiling. and I'm cringing. <laughs> 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 well, you know what, Gavin? What I wouldn't do for love is a great song and a great uh, indicator okay, of what my life is. You have met this girl once. Once. Barely. You claim to be in love. I didn't say I was in I, love. And I'm a little bit terrified. Gavin, I, Gavin I could be in love, but I yeah, don't, you, I don't you think I'm in love. You claim to potentially could be in love. You know, it's kind of a little scary. It's a little disrespectful the way that you're treating me right now. Sorry, I don't mean to disrespect you. Like, if I was obsessed with a person the way you're Gavin, I'm not obsessed. I don't even know her name. But this is like, you know, misconnections on Reddit. Like, this this is sounding so bad for you. The fact that like, it doesn't sound bad. I don't want this. I'm not going to go back. Gavin, I'm not going to find the data. I couldn't find it already. I'm not going to do the more than five minutes of research. I don't know her name. I'm not driving another 50 minutes just to find her. This was a misconnection. Could have been the happiest moment of my life. Wasn't. And we got to move on from that. And I think that that's yeah. something that we, once we understand, we can move on and be just in a better place. We, you know? we all have to move on. We do. From people that we think we could potentially be in love with. And I that agree. And be our soulmates. Well, and Gavin and I have both had that experience, right? I mean, me with this, this incredible person. Well, from yeah. uh, from from this restaurant and you with uh, I well, actually don't have an example offhand. You could have an example offhand if you want to expose me. Well, but, but I wouldn't do that to you. It's kind of under wraps, and I'm sort of sitting here thinking, and eh, now would be a good time to throw some shade. But now it's also I a mean, bad hey, time to throw some th- shade. it would be throwing shade at another province, right? Like, but it would be it would also be hilarious because if said person listened to the podcast, they would be like thinking oh who could he possibly be talking about but i'm the only one who knows shout out to um, no no we're not naming the first (laughs) no i'm just trying to think of a funny like the the bit would have been funny if i was just like shout out michelle obama and like that was like who it was obviously it's not let's call her let's call her zachary levi no you just you just want to get zach donan involved in the podcast i didn't say zachary donan i said zachary levi the the man from chuck and what? what else did he? Oh, he was in Shazam, the critically acclaimed film. Oh, yeah. Shazam, you know? Say Let's my name. call her... Let's call her Didgeridoo. Shaniqua. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we went in very different directions from <laughs> that one. Didgeridoo and Shaniqua. Yeah. You know? Anyways, that was so last province. So last province. And uh, have, is there any any prospective love interests for you right now in, in this um. point? Gavin. I'm not going to dig into that here, but well, of course the not. the short answer is no. No. The complicated answer is also no. Mm. And what about yeah. the regular answer? The regular answer is still no. Still no. I I said my top three priorities were going to be like 
school. making friends, yeah. school, and then I would do all the other stuff. So your parents are mad already that you didn't say school in the first answer, Gavin. Well, okay, I'm gonna you give can't. you one more chance. So, Gavin, what are your no. top three priorities? It is still making friends, like school. Mm. School is if there's a one A and a one B, I guess school is one B. But you need, I believe that in order for me to really get the most out of this year and yeah. my university experience, it was crucial to make friends before I started worrying about my classes. Totally fair. Because if I knew I had friends to hang out with after my classes, it's just one layer of stress that I don't have to deal with. I agree. I'm glad we agree. I, um, I'm glad we agree that we agree. Yeah. What's going on with you these days back in Winnipeg? You know, Gavin, other than my, uh, my, my descent into madness, um, I don't know. I've, uh, I've been thinking recently cause I leave, as you know, I leave for Israel in a month and a half now. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll see you again. I'll be back October for sure. or something. I don't know. My something or other. Um, as you know, I leave for Israel in a month and a half and you probably went through this stage as well a month and a half before you left. Um, it's starting to hit me that the memories mm-hmm. that I make now are the memories I'm going to be thinking about in five months when I'm trying to, um, when I'm trying to relive what it was like in Winnipeg, even though I'm going to be on this amazing trip and, and learning amazing things and with amazing people, I'm sure. The the little things, like last night, that, that 50-minute road trip, right? That could have mm-hmm. been something boring, but it's still something that I'll think about, right? And And that's starting to hit me. Like, I should spend more time with my parents. I should spend more time with my friends. Um, because nine months from from when i leave who knows what will happen right yeah and and that's something that's that i think is super interesting that's the part that was probably scary for me too is yeah when i think about the future it's hard to think about it because you like literally don't know what's going to happen and the day i left in the morning i was so emotional like Mm -hmm. i cried in the shower yeah just like for no reason just started crying in the shower and it wasn't because i was sad it was just like it's something that you're moving on from. And then I was sort of texting people and saying, like, thanks for the memories, keep yeah. in touch, yada, yada, yada. And I was, like, crying, trying not to cry on the airplane. Um, yeah, it's and then tough... after after I got around that and got reassurance from people that we would keep in touch, yeah. I sort of said, hey, like, I'm going to be okay. The people who I know are going to keep in touch with me will be my friends. Mm-hmm. And all I can sort of do is let whatever is going to happen, happen. Well, I mean, and I think that the best part about it is that when you have that realization, from that point, you can make an effort to remember and you can make an effort to kind of allow the experiences that you take part in to uh, to really fill you up in a way, right? Like, like from the minute that I realized, hey, I should talk to my parents more, now that I, that I understand that, I can actually make an effort to, to ensure that that happens so that when I'm in Israel and I'm missing my mom or my dad... I'm like, hey, I had a great time with them. I'll see them soon. I don't need to worry about that right now, you know? Something I would recommend is to make sure that you do everything you want to do before you leave because I sort of had a mental list of, okay, I need to see this person. I want to see that person. And right up until I had to go to bed, I made sure that when I went to bed the night before I left, I did everything I wanted to do. Mitzi's chicken fingers. Well, it wasn't on my list, but I saw everyone I wanted to see. I did everything I wanted to do. Yeah. But that's the most important, seeing everyone you want to see. Actually, yeah. didn't see anyone I wanted to see, but that's a dark story, so we'll leave it out of this. Oof. 
we'll leave it out of this podcast. Yeah, we'll leave that for another day. You know, like when every rapper or whatever has their moment where they just rip someone apart on air. For sure. We could potentially be having that moment one day, but R. Uh, Kelly. I don't want to say. I'm not going to be compared to R. Kelly, but <laughs> I didn't say you were. <laughs> okay, good. But R. R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a terrible human being. Yeah, but he made that one song with Chance the Rapper. He's still a terrible human. He's being. still a terrible human being, but I enjoyed the song. I um, Shh. that's okay. All right, all right. You know what? I am not going to say he's a good person. I'm not going to say I want to like know Chris him. It's like Chris Brown. Like Chris Brown okay. did horrible things to people, but but like people will still listen to his I music. I don't like and his music. But that's not the only song of his that I've associated with. Yeah. And it's just because he's guilty that he's in the song with Lil Dicky is yeah, Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday. Whenever he releases a song, and I see especially women, no yeah. offense, yeah, yeah. who say. This Chris Brown song is a banger. I get so confused because yeah, three he minutes did ago, bad things. Yeah, well, I mean, it, there's an there's an AJR song that the uh, the main premise of the song is all my role models are on TV for the wrong reasons. Exactly. And uh, can you really love the art if you kind of hate the artist, right? And uh, I think that Chris Brown is is a really good example of that. And same with Michael Jackson, right? Like with that whole controversy over his past. And, and I don't want to get into it on the podcast because I feel like that's just it's uh, it's not productive to talk about it more because um, I think it's, it has been beaten to death. Um, but but it's it's tough to be in a position where like Michael Jackson, for a lot of us, um, our parents played it for us as we grew up or even our parents. They listened to it when they were kids. Right. And, and it was. Like, that was their Taylor Swift. That was their Drake. That was their Kanye West. Like, that was their music that they listened to every day and every every minute of every day. So to go from the position of valuing someone so highly and loving their music so much to feeling like they let you down by doing something that's so vile, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm still going to listen to ABC and I'm still going to listen to... Uh, all all of Michael Jackson's music that I grew up with. I mean, when I when I saw his, the movie, um, I think that that was when I really fell in love with a lot of it. Um, but like Billie Jean and and Thriller and these songs that are so widely accepted everywhere as instant classics, it's hard for us to go and say that. I mean, just because he did something really horrible, and I'm never gonna con con like. To, uh, I'm never, I'm never going to say that what he did was, was acceptable by any means, right? But it's, it's hard for me to give up listening to the music because I know that I, it's still enjoyable, right? Yes. Yeah, I went on a bit of a rant there, didn't I? No, it's okay. You're allowed. This is the space for you. The space to rant. Mm-hmm. What, how do you feel about all these situations? What, of rappers? Well, no, not just rappers, but but the uh, even when an athlete does something that you support, yeah, it's hard to say. Okay, here's an example. Bring back my wrestling analogy. So, Chris Benoit mm-hmm. was a wrestler, potentially one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Of all time is is Canadian, but like his legacy, like what ended up happening was he his brain was very messed up, and he had bad CTE, and he was mixing drugs and alcohol. Yeah, and he ended up like killing his son, his wife, and himself. And so as a person, you can't possibly say, well, think of Chris Benoit, the wrestler. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. Because it's just so wrong to think of him in a respectful light. Like, you can look back on a scene and say, oh, that's great that he accomplished it, but what he did doesn't outweigh who he was before, you know? For sure. 
like he was obviously very messed up and un unwell but it doesn't take away from the fact that he still did it so that's the debate like do you support him as the wrestler or do you have to because of what he did say okay i can't support and praise this yeah. person and that's like the page i take that because of what he did you can't really like you can acknowledge his accomplishments and say that they're well respected and yeah. good in the sport but you can't say oh he was this great person yada 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 because he may have been a great person but what he did doesn't make him a great person well so here's the here's the question someone someone you idolize let's say that jonas valanciunas yeah of raptors fame and and no longer raptors fame he plays for the grizzlies he now. does play for the grizzlies now um let's say that tomorrow an article comes out and says that he uh throwing it back to our last podcast jonas valanciunas hits his dog okay is it hard for you as arguably one of his biggest fans of all time? It would be t- hor- horrifying for me. Is it to hard find for you in a controversy? Of course, but is it hard for you to continue looking up to him and and continue watching his games or do you think that you can watch him play basketball and and mm. still and still respect his game but not like him as a person? Because that's that- really what everything boils down to. Can you respect the art and hate the artist? I think that if he came out and said, I was wrong, I hit my dog, I made a mistake, and I want to get better, and yeah. he did the things to put he himself in a better situation, and he owns up to... Like, I think that anyone who owns up to their mistakes, yeah. depending on the situation, should be given a second chance Interesting. and be able to prove that they will and can do better. So if he was to say, I made a mistake, and he owned it, yeah. and like actively took steps to show that he's using his mistake and making it a better person yeah then i would support that because as his fan i want him to be the best but if he said if he came out and made excuses and said like bad things and sort of dipped around it i would probably stop supporting him because all you really want to see for these guys is for them to admit that they were wrong and then move on but show the world and their supporters that hey, I made this mistake, but I'm going to own it, and I'm going to be better for it. Yeah. Well, Gavin, I want I think we should make this one a little bit shorter than the other ones. We are, trying to, we are trying to figure out the formatting. We are trying to make sure that everything works out really well for all of you fans. So thank you guys very much for listening to this podcast. Um, if, you, uh, if you did enjoy, please make sure to whatever platform you're on, if it does have the option to like or rate, please make sure to give this podcast – uh, a fair rating we're not going to say give it a five give it a five um but we will uh we will say that it does help us out a lot especially on itunes if you guys want to give us a, a whole five stars maybe leave a comment uh, yeah this is our feeling out process episode so sure. feel free to give us some feedback but after this they'll all be cleaner and much tighter of course and uh yeah so half this podcast was recorded separately and half of it was recorded (laughs) together so i'm sure that the second half of this podcast is going to sound infinitely better uh well hopefully than the first half oh i hope yeah it'll definitely sound better let's uh let's hope so Mm -hmm. we really hope you guys enjoyed uh this was talking about anything anywhere anytime any place did i get right that time yeah, you did. I, I did. Think. Wow, I'm uh, I'm learning. Um, exactly. We're, this we're was along nicely. this was episode three. Really hope you guys enjoyed. My name is Jaren Rikus. My name is Gavin Axelrod. And we will see you guys in the next one. Adios. <laughs>